Um, Annette says she can't hear anything. I'm going to ask them if they can hear the music. <laughs> I just misspelled it here. Yeah, SR hears it. Good morning, everyone, and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and a season's greetings. And it's, I believe, today is also the uh, winter solstice. So welcome. Thank goodness. Thank yes. goodness. Uh, good so morning, very Lauren. happy. 
for joining us. We are so pleased. We have uh, all kinds of interesting things going on here. And uh, we're very excited today. So uh, enjoy and relax. Get your questions ready. And we'll, we're going to start off with a couple of announcements. And it's Festivus is, I believe, tomorrow. I uh, always enjoy a good Festivus. <laughs> Of course, I'm also going to a Hanukkah party on, on tomorrow, so that's going to be a lot of fun, too. <laughs> so, we have uh, some news. Our first release of uh, the Gabriel's Promise is going to be January 7th. And that is going to be available on all platforms, and that is the the ebook, the, the physical book, and the audio book. And yes, my audio book is already ordered, pre ordered, and, and I can't wait to, keep, to listen. Um, we have, uh, let's see what else. Uh, uh, Penguin also, if you go to the Penguin website at Penguin Random House, uh, we'll. we'll Post the link uh, in in the chat room. Uh, the first chapter of the ebook and the audio book is on the website, so you can have a sneak listen or a sneak peek at it. And from what I understand, SR, you you broke their uh, server the other day. Everybody trying to get get in there and read it. And it won't be the first time. And uh, I have done that myself on certain programs for work. And uh, that was always fun. Of course, I, I was supposed to break it anyway. Um, the Portuguese uh, version of Gabriel's Promise has been uh, picked up by, and I'm terrible pronouncing pronouncing this, but forgive me, Sieta de Emergencia of Portugal. And uh, there's not a release date, but they expect the, it'll be close to the U.S. release date. So that's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, um, Passion Flicks. Passion Flicks is having um, a sale right now on the books, or on, on their subscriptions. So you can get them at like three, six, 12 months. And that's gift.passionflix.com. So if you know anybody who would enjoy Gabriel's Inferno, or any of the other uh, m movies that they've posted to have out there, uh, Dirty Sexy Saint, The Protector, or two of my favorites, it, it's a great gift for the holidays. And that's right, Esther, they're also selling the 2020 calendars, and it does have a still from the Gabriel's Inferno. Yes, so. I believe the month, I think it's for April or May, mm -hmm. is... Uh, the the image from the uh, set of the film and it's absolutely beautiful uh, go out to the passion flicks website they have some really great merchandise along with the gift subscriptions and let me tell you um, if you're looking for a last-minute gift for a romance lover that is exactly what you want 
Um, we're so excited. And SR just posted that he thinks more Gabriel's Inferno merchandise will be coming. SR, I guarantee okay. more merchandise will be coming because we all want to buy it. And they know. <laughs> it's true. Uh, they know. <laughs> it's so exciting. It really, That's really is. Very exciting. Yes. So, um, and speaking of exciting, I do want to say, um, make sure you pre-order uh, Gabriel's Promise if you haven't already. Um, it's going to be a phenomenal book. I <laughs> and SR just wrote in terms of the merchandise. Maybe there will be angel fucker mugs. <laughs> I I can think of so many people to give that to. Um, just saying. I think Noreen's going to be the first person I would buy that for. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> A little rabbit would be awesome, Betty says, um, as well. So that could be really good. And Susie wants one of the mugs. Uh, yeah, the, actually, the thing... we might. Uh, I might be passing that on to uh, Tasca and Allie and uh, Lauren and the team at Passion Flicks. Um, <laughs> that is really funny. I, I think that would be that would be that would be brilliant, actually. Um, oh, it was fun. So... At the, it was fun at the set uh, visit when <laughs> Gabriel's working with his uh, uh, coach for his American accent, and he's walking around going. Angel fucker, angel fucker. And Noreen turns around <laughs> and she says, You have to put the right pronunciation and on fucker, it should be angel fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Tom, I believe it's his last name's Man. Um, he's a professor at the University of Syracuse and he is the diction and dialogue and uh, coach for um, on set. And they were really rehearsing. It was great to see that when we were there a couple of weeks ago. Actually, I'd say it's a, a year, a month ago today. Uh, Absolutely. There we were uh, on our way up to Syracuse um, for the set visit. And uh, hilarity ensued, as you all know. Um, mm -hmm. Judith says <laughs> it's a million star read. It will be. It definitely it will be. be. So shall we uh, shall we ask SR some of our questions? Absolutely. Are we ready, everybody? Okay. Since we're talking about the film, we thought we'd start with the film. And, of course, everybody's obsessed with the film and the filming. And the fact, um, if you are interested at all, follow Julio on Instagram. He is an Instagram um, addict, and he posts everything all the time, so it's great. Um, yeah, in terms of... Uh, SR said, it's funny that his dialogue coach is Thomas Mann. <laughs> I could be wrong on his last name. I'm actually going to look that up to make sure. I don't want to. I don't want to discredit the uh, the gentleman because he really is wonderful, um, very very um, talented actor in his own right. Um, good morning, MJ. So good to see you. And Karen, I agree. It was an awesome trip. Uh, <laughs> coffee all around. Agreed. And I've I'm got raising donuts my here, courtesy of Firehouse Donuts. <laughs> if anybody wants any, please grab, grab them. Yes, and Annette says, and Annette, uh, good morning from New Orleans. She probably is eating her beignets. I'm so jealous. Um, I'm jealous. She of that says, one if too. by obsessing you mean stopping everything to see Julia's post, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
Dalisma, super excited for the film. It'll be epic. Casting is supreme. We agree. And the question we had for SR about this is Gabriel's Inferno wrapped filming uh, last week, a couple weeks ago in the U.S., but is filming in Italy. Um, Tosca also told us that shooting the first half of Gabriel's Rapture will begin in January as well. Um, tell us about tell us about that a uh, little bit. Yeah, it, I know. I saw she she and Julio and uh, Melanie are on the train. I'm I'm assuming they're headed towards Rome. Yes, but, we actually uh, asked asked Tosca if, if they wanted to be able to join in. And she said she won't be able to today. SR says Tosca committed from the beginning to film in Italy. So happy about that, SR. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've been going back and forth a little bit on a little chat room uh, about with our dear Kenzie, who's where are they? Where are they? What is this? What is this picture mm -hmm. of? And, and uh, uh, I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> that, you've been you've been guiding her since you've been there uh, absolutely you know we the first picture that julio put out there in italy was in a hotel room and with a nice big sushi platter whatever and, right um so she's like i wonder where he is i wonder where he is i said well he's staying at the gallery hotel art and she's like, how do you know? I said, because I know the walls. <laughs> uh, do you know the walls in a biblical sense, Pam? <laughs> no, no, no. Unfortunately, I wish, but, you know. Yeah, it's it's really uh, awesome. Uh, SR had said that they got permission to film inside Ali Marate, and they reproduced the scene from the book exactly as he envisioned it, frescoes and all. Oh, that's great. Um, That's great. That was a big point, the fact that they decided to film um, there in Italy was a big point for Passion Flicks. And I have to tell you, SR, well done, sir. I really, really am so thrilled uh, yeah. with what they've been doing. It's been phenomenal. And they, they had the pictures of the exterior of the Duomo, or Giulio did, um, I guess, when while they were filming. And I know Dennis Maloney, the cinematographer. Mm -hmm. He's been he's been put out there <laughs> with Julio. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, <laughs> I love it. Um, and SR also said Gallery Heart Hotel Art and the Terrace has also been there. And of course, there are images with the Duomo and Palazzo Vecchio in the background, just stunning. Mm -hmm. The filming is, is SR is saying, the filming is very beautiful and Tosca is very committed to staying um, exactly with the book. And we can attest to that. Uh, anyone who's been Absolutely. on set. And let me say, if you ever have a chance to be on a passion flick set for whatever, whatever novel they're filming, do it. It is a phenomenal experience. Um, it's a true, yeah, it is. Yes, and MJ, I, I agree. This is magical. Whole, all of it just to see the whole process even just just it's mm -hmm. fascinating with the, the way they set them up and the way they with the microphones and the, the little things for lighting and yes taking away yes. glare and and it, it's just really it's phenomenal it's amazing sr says he was told they will film the first half of rapture in january after the holiday break which is great because that really aligns with um some of the timing 
And he's not sure yet about the second half of Rapture. Uh, but it sounds to me like they want Rapture finished before Inferno releases, based on uh, SR's uh, conversations with Tusca. And they're already oh, casting Rapture. That's a nice nugget of information. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get to see Paulina. I can't uh, wait. And be, SR, uh... SR has also said um, he doesn't have a date yet for redemption. Um, uh, is Mary going to do the um, screenplay for that as well, SR? Mm-hmm. And 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 SR has also noted that he's been looking out audition reels, etc. Oh, mm -hmm. I want. I wish I was a fly on that wall. I can't wait to. I can't wait to see who they cast in some of the roles we have not seen yet. Um, it's so ex as Karen says, it's so exciting. Oh. SR. Um, well, that's great. SR says he believes. He believes uh, Mary. Contracted for yes. redemption, and that she's already working on it. Oh, that's great. terrific. And he That's hasn't seen the screen. He hasn't seen the script yet, which is good. Yes, Betty wants to see who they'll cast as Natalie. Yes. And Susie's ah. hoping she can make it over for a set visit when Redemption is filmed. Oh, well, Susie, we hope you can too. So we can we can work it all in together. We can well we have a great B, uh, Airbnb in the Syracuse area that we went to. Uh and we have a good rating from them, so okay. yes, that yes, helps. and S that would help. And SR says, and we gave Tosca copies of the Florentine series. Fantastic! Mm -hmm. When we were on set, mm -hmm. that was one of the things we told her. She, we said, you really, really ought to take a look at the Florentine series and the Man in the Black Suit. Um, it would Absolutely. just translate so well. Uh, Annette, and I love that. She says, SR, this must feel like an out of body experience for you. I, I would think so. <laughs> I would think so. Uh, and MJ asked about if there's been any word about promise. Um, as so Dalisma asked as well. We asked her actually on set when we were there. Um, SR gave a copy of promise to Tosca and I know she's reading it. Um, and Tosca had indicated that it, that's something obviously that they're going to be looking at. Um, they haven't talked to her about promise yet. But we can assure you, we represented the fandom and said, we oh, did. my gosh, there's a fourth <laughs> book. Make sure you lock it in and lock in all the cast as well. <laughs> because exactly. we want our professor, we want our professor to be portrayed by Julio. Yes, yes. He, and, he, and SR, I think you are right it. in that. I think you're right in that. SR says he thinks it depends on the success of Gabriel's Inferno. Um, I think so, too, um, because obviously without getting subscriptions, without having the funding, without having the support um, and the numbers, they're not going to be able to justify to the investors to make more films like um, Gabriel's Promise. So everybody get out there and promote this platform, promote Passion yeah, Flicks, because, because without people... Passion Flicks, we're not going to see this on the screen. And the more people that can sign up, it, the, the better it is for SR and all authors that they have can contract it with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's what SR just mentioned. If, if Gabriel's mm -hmm. Inferno is successful, have a waterfall effect for other books being adapted, not just his, but others. Passions Flicks right. is a new company and they want to grow. 
Um, <laughs> Betty says, passion can take my money. Take it all. <laughs> It'll be <laughs> great. They can take all mine, too. I don't want to burn right at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> if only we won the lottery. That's exactly it. <laughs> but but we can do our I, I, part. The, the Everybody can do our part. Yeah, the big lottery. I already them. have my chunk for SR books <laughs> for being made into film. So, SR, say a prayer and keep your fingers crossed for me. Yes, 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 yes. So, I have questions about the auditioning process. Uh, what did you see in Julio and Melanie as Gabriel and Julia? And did you realize it right from the audition tapes? Mm -hmm. And as he responds to that, SR noted that no other studio would have been committed to adapting the book as it's written and not changing things. Very true. Annette's canceling other subscriptions just to have passion flicks. We love that, Annette. That's the spirit. Although I don't want to detract from other, other platforms, but please, please consider buying passion flicks for others um, and sharing that even with your other romance writer groups. I know there's big followings for Helena Hunting, um, Jody Allen Malpas, who's already had one of her books uh, created. Any any books for romance writers that you're in, talk to them about passion flicks because it's possible they would option that story as well. So as Sarah was saying, for Melanie and Julio, it had to do with their appearance and demeanor. Mm-hmm. And also the clips he'd seen of their performances in other films he just wrote. Mm-hmm. So, and that makes tons of sense. I, I, I mean, we've said it over and over again. So well done. Yes, as Samia noted, they are the perfect couple. The casting Absolutely. is just spectacular. It is so spot on. It is like, as Kenzie said, it's like Gabriel was ripped from the page and came to life. It's, it's yes, so true. It's true. It is so, so true. And Melanie, SR, too. I mean, she, yeah, SR said, Melanie's phenomenal. Um, yeah. SR said, Julio in particular really fought for the role. He came to the table having read the script and with ideas and notes about how to portray the professor. That does not surprise I, me. He is one he, of the hardest working actors I've ever met. Yeah, and it was also mentioned while we were there on the set visit that he had read Gabriel's Inferno or the, in Italian twice. And in English twice, which that that you know he's he's fighting hard to get something like this. Mm-hmm. As Susie says, she loves his dedication. Yes. And, and Sr said, "You you want to cast actors and actresses that want the role." And Betty says they're both dedicated and passionate. Tosca was so nice to Karen said and kind, and she is amazing to watch at her craft. So true. Mm-hmm. Um, and Annette uh-huh. even said, you know, I had another choice for Gabriel, but I don't think that he would have been as perfect as Julio. Annette, <laughs> no truer words were spoken. She's swooning more for Julio after hearing <laughs> that pan. Seriously, if you saw this man work, his dedication, his diligence beyond. They, they were only even filming that- in Syracuse Monday through Friday. He would work with his diction coach four or five hours every day on the weekend. On the weekend. That's how yeah. much he wanted and, to get this perfect. And he was so precise, even to the costuming. Mm-hmm. Um, it was asked while we were there about this one outfit he was wearing. And he, 
I, I think it was Kenzie said, well, I think you're supposed to be wearing gray flannel pants. Mm-hmm. But uh, he had a navy blue suit on. And I was I was fortunate enough to pick out the tie that he wore for this scene. So <laughs> when you see it, you'll see the tie. But yeah, it was, it was, he, he really, his, his dedication is amazing. So yeah, we, um, and and also, and SR said also. Oh, go ahead. Do you want to read what he re- said? No, you go ahead. Pam? You go ahead. Um, also, Melanie and Julio are intelligent, and that was crucial. He promises. SR says, "I'm not a snob. I promise, but you have to have a degree of curiosity and intelligence in order to play a professor and a grad student." Very true. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Um. But yeah, and Julia, her vulnerability—I mean, it just comes out. You can see it in her face. Yes. When she, you know. Yes. When when he's yelling "Miss Mitchell" and her face, mm-hmm. like you know, her eyes like bug out a little bit because she's like, "Oh my God, he's calling on me. Why is he calling on me? I can't deal with mm-hmm. this." So. Yeah, and as yeah. SR said, Melanie is very expressive, especially her eyes. SR Susie was curious if Melanie also speaks Italian. Even if she doesn't, I'm sure she would nail it phonetically. Um, I don't know the answer to that question, so if you do, let us know. Um, but uh, as as we're responding to that, I was curious if Tosca and the cast sought guidance um, from USR on your questions during filming. Uh, what I- types of items did they ask? Um, and SR says, I don't think she grew up speaking Italian. I don't. Th- I didn't think she did, but boy, she's good. She is really, really good. And as Betty says, she has beautiful eyes. Um, and I'm sure that Julio can help her on that. Yeah, I'm sure he's been through enough of the uh, teaching or learning the American accent that he can put some of that mm-hmm. to use on helping her with the Italian. Absolutely. MJ said she'll learn if she hasn't yet. And Judith said Melanie has millions of expressions, and it's true. SR says he was invited to be involved at all levels. He gave feedback about set and the artwork and the costumes, also about script and casting. Um, we just love that. And locations. Yeah, that, yeah location, yes. location, location. I'm um, so thrilled. I mean, just seeing them. I, I, MJ did a post the other day about seeing them in Florence is just was just it, it brought tears to my eyes it really did mm-hmm. and Kenzie had noted how surreal it was um yeah. and but <laughs> Betty <laughs> also said she thought Margot as Krista was fantastic and she is um she is. SR Absolutely. said he 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 also helped with the photos on the walls of Gabriel's apartment um and he was asked to give a playlist as well which I think is wonderful I know the photo of Dante in the classroom was really cool. Um, SR also said, I gave them links to all the locations in the novels, including the Manulife building, etc. Yes, I think I think I even sent them the picture of uh, of Julia's uh, apartment that Pam and I took. I, I did too. When, I we, did were, too. when <laughs> we were in Toronto, um, SR hasn't heard about the soundtrack yet, but he is. Um, he has given his input, so very exciting. And they're sticking right to the books. And yes, 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 yes we are. can attest. It, 
I, and I, you know, what was exciting watching, um, watching Dirty Sexy Saint. I was at that premiere and I reread the book. Re- literally, I reread half of the book in the morning before the premiere. And I could not get over how close to the, the book it was. It really was following right along. So with what and, they're and, doing with Gabriel is going to be incredible. Yeah, I mean, and that's the great thing about Passion Flicks um, is that they do try to keep as close to the books as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I know that other authors who have done things for for screen for the big screen and for TV who who said that you know well no we had to change this or we had to change that. Oh yeah, well change usually that's I, Passion Flicks is unlike any other production company. Because in unlike theater, which is very collaborative with the authors, with the playwrights, um, film, you write your, you have a, a property that's already produced. You hand the rights over and they'll do, they have the legal right to do anything they want to it. So um, as SR said, Tosca's championing the book and also her crew. They would get the book out when they had a question. They were staying really true to it. Um, KK said that's wonderful that SR was so involved and... And Lily, it truly is. Lily says, I think it's unheard of for an author, and it really is. Good for yes. passion flicks. Um, so, uh, Samia wanted to know, SR, if you were able to take anything from the set. Just curious. Yes. They, Because uh, they really, they went all out for the sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, S- and SR made the, po- the point that um, since as he's friends with E.L. James, he knew that she really had to fight for her Fifty Shades books. I can only imagine what that was like. Um, <laughs> SR can't confess uh, well, to stealing in public. It may <laughs> okay. not have been SR, we have bail money for you. Don't worry. Gifted. Yeah. Gifted to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> SR said even E.L. James wasn't able to get everything she wanted. Yeah. No. That's true. And I, I remember all those fights. Yeah. And, and that said, after what E.L. James went through, uh, Passion Flicks is a godsend for authors. Yes. Um, yep. And SR agrees. So amazing. Uh, the, the really, the production company is phenomenal. So SR said, I had more input here with a director who understood the novels, had read them all when they first came out. And was a fan. And that is such a good point, SR. Tosca is a Tosca fan of this that. genre. This is her passion flicks is her passion. And and she is really doing this for the fans. SR says my communication from Tosca is also from a fan and not just a director. And we, we knew that we we got that firsthand on the set. All she wants you is should. to create the best possible experience for readers. Susie and loves her. She also her. said that she I did had too. read the books when they first came mm-hmm. out. Oh yeah, which is great. So I'm, I guarantee so. it. She read that book and she's like, "I am. This is mine. I am making this. This mm-hmm. is the film. This is my film." And I, I personally think that this is going to Gabriel's Inferno is going to blow up Passion Flicks in the best possible way. It's going to really. Um, increase their their uh, numbers. Um, Tosca also, from what SR said, um, wanted to incorporate the visiting readers into the shooting. Yes, which and was lovely. As, and yes, as she asked can ladies too. questions too. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. She she was uh, in the classroom scene, and last night we were chatting online, and she uh, says, I don't understand why Tosca wanted me. And she said, James, come sit next to me with Julia in the classroom. And I, and I said, <laughs> because you're very photogenic, Kenzie. And she probably <laughs> saw that in the camera. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're there with her, with them. So. Yes. And, and, and as Betty said, uh, we love her. Tosca's eyes light up when she speaks of Gabriel's Inferno. It's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. And that says it her creativity, true. her passion, her belief and love of the authors is immeasurable. Um, Judith wants to know if there's any chance you're considering leaving the hobbit hole sr (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it i just love it it is going to be the biggest passion flicks movie to date Susie, um which is hard to believe because i thought um driven was just beyond but i think it's just continuing to get better and better Um, uh, SR says I think it's great you were able to be extras and immortalized in the film Uh, mine will be on the cutting room floor (laughs) (laughs) yeah it depends it depends what Dennis uh, the director of photography does and the editing and uh, Tosca in the editing room (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dalisma asked if it was a particular scene Um, at least the, the scenes that Pam Betty, Karen Kenzie oh, and I Kenzie. and Noreen, and Noreen um, were in the opening scene. Well, we weren't in. Kenzie was in the opening scene with the professor yeah. and Julia. Um, all of us were in the coffee house scene when yes. um, Julia's having coffee with Paul and uh, the professor walks in with Krista. And then we got to watch. We weren't in, obviously, the the cubby hole scene, the scene when they were at the no, we, uh, we got to watch it on the Carol, screen. the study Carol. Yeah. Yeah. That, and and, and there are many was... other fans got to go on different days. Um, yes. MJ uh, said, we were so blessed. We were Effie and many others were part of it too. I'm trying to remember the scenes Effie yeah. were in. Um, it's I, phenomenal. I I like remember. I said, if there's a chance to get to be on a set, please try. Um, if, if they're filming at a location near you, um, it was beyond my expectations. And I've been on sets before. I've been on productions before. And I've been in, I was an extra in a film once, um, which was really cool. Uh, SR said, no other Betty studio would welcome down. fans onto the set. This is really re- unique. Yeah, we did have Betty tied down uh, in her <laughs> chair when uh, Paul and Julia were having coffee together. And uh, because she was, you know, it's hands off the precious, right, Betty? <laughs> yes, yes. And MJ was saying FS Marine was there two days and Julia kept hugging her all the time. She was his teddy bear. He called her that way. Can you believe that? Yes. That's Meeting nice. him and knowing him. Yes. Such a generous, gifted, giving person. His kindness is uh, is unbelievable. I mean, it, he, I can't say enough good things about the entire cast. James was a delight. Um, Dennis nice. had me sit near them taking a picture. And James was like, come have a seat with us. So I literally was, James, and I'm sorry, Betty, because <laughs> I felt guilty <laughs> sitting next to Paul. When Betty's across the room and I'm getting my picture and Paul has his arm around me, I felt very guilty. Um, but it was lovely because he was a lovely person, too. And Melanie, they just and- were great. 
Yeah. Uh, KK says, this is what makes Passions Flicks so special. The fans and having their welcoming fans um, <laughs> just makes a difference. And yes, SR James is Canadian, which is why he's so lovely. Um, I believe he's from Saskatchewan. <laughs> but he goes, even though Leslie was sitting next to my paw and taking selfies, cough, cough. <laughs> I'm telling you, I actually felt guilty. I felt like I was stealing somebody's man. <laughs> I was just taking a picture. Uh, and and then Kenzie was sitting next next to him at the lecture and trying to touch the Canadian. <laughs> yes, Dalisma, we feel the envious vibe right now, ladies. So sorry. I feel uh, like we're... Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> SR's laughing. Everyone is after your man, Betty. It's true. It is true. true. <laughs> Samia says, you can true. keep him, Betty. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, everybody was, it was, it was delightful. The cast Mar and crew. Margo. Margo. Uh, Margo. We have to say, <laughs> SR is uh, laughing, Samia. You're cracking him up. Um, Karen was giving him cookies, Betty said, and Noreen kept calling him the angel, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Noreen, who um, came, Noreen's one of Pam's a, friends. How do you describe she's a Noreen? Friend of mine. Noreen. <laughs> no, I met Noreen actually at the Fifty Shades of Grey premiere in New York City, and it was like an off chance thing, and we were both <laughs> taking pictures Damn. of all the actors and Erica and all. And so, you know, the day goes over, I come back home, it's my sister's birthday, we go out to dinner the next day, and we're on Facebook, and we're all chatting, and so <laughs> Noreen and I start, that's when we became friends, on Facebook, yeah. and then, so we continued talking, and started our own little group, we went to Toronto together, now, Noreen is a very, very direct, uh, ballsy, Brooklynite. She's from Staten Island, New York. And she is a character and she, not, she holds nothing back. So, so she, it was, she was fun to have there. <laughs> she was, she was, she was great. Like, a great oh addition. And, and MJ was just noting that, um, an Anna Todd's fan was complaining about how little behind the scenes they had, um, during after. And she said, we're really, really lucky um, and the point is we're a very, very lucky fandom. So yeah, yeah. it's true. Um, MJ says, Paul's perfect for Betty. He already captivated the only heart he needs to. And yes, she did. Um, and SR said there was an embargo on the after set. So that actually explains, huh. that makes sense to That's me. Interesting. Yeah. And we have to be careful though, too. That's one thing there. They were, they're very specific with being respectful of the product in the movie. There's no filming. You can take photos, but the photos are only allowed to be posted on the members only passion flicks lounge. Yeah. Um, yeah, she as SR said, Tosca want... didn't want people sharing photos and videos without permission. Um, but when the actors share something, it's because they got permission first. Absolutely. Right. They have a whole theory. They have a whole schedule in terms of releasing and building momentum for the actual um, launch if you will of the of the premiere and the movie so they want to be very careful with it um, and, and it is also artistic yeah with Allie 
who's the mm-hmm. uh, person who does a lot of the promotions with passion. Yes. Yeah. She's so the director she, of public relations. Um, so so we can to speed on what's going on. Yeah. And SR said, so we can actually repost material. Any material posted by Julio and Melanie is safe to repost. So that's helpful to know SR. Mm-hmm. Um, that's we've, very helpful. We've got a whole boatload of pictures between Leslie and Noreen and myself and Kenzie, and we've been we've been sharing mm-hmm. with each other, but we haven't been sharing with the group, or just because we don't want to step on any toes or absolutely, or we're, like and that. we're respectful so. of Tosca's wishes. Um, and SR, you know, very rightly stated, we just cannot repost anything on the founding members group unless there's permission given. So just to be safe, if Julio and Melanie and Tosca obviously post stuff, you're good to go. Um, and SR says Tosca appreciates it, and it means we'll get more material. And we all want more material. Isn't that right, friends? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And yes, thank you for sharing that, SR. That's important. So um, another question, Pam, for... Yeah, Um just a little bit about Gabriel's promise. Um, I, 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 you know, I thank you very much for the uh, arc on on promise. And I'll tell you what, it is a great read and a great addition to the whole series. Um, I cannot why, wait to read it. I cannot this, wait to read uh, it. Wasn't this a, supposed to be a uh, like a little novella that turned into a novel? <laughs> <laughs> just curious SR's saying uh, reminding everybody it's releasing January 7th on uh, paperback mm-hmm. ebook and audiobook it's on sale from the and, book depository um, so Samia yeah. book depository she wants one um, yes Gabriel's Promise was originally supposed to be a novella thank you for expanding it SR yeah. um, but when he started writing it he had a lot more ideas um, and okay. Annette said those three chapters she read, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I have to say, I have an arc and I know I have not opened it yet because I was rereading. So I'm in the middle of redemption. I'm on the audiobook of Inferno because I was listening to that. And, uh, my Christmas gift to myself is, uh, starting promise. I can't wait. Um, SR that's said, great. he asked his editor if he could turn it into a novel, and that's exactly what he did, which is why Promise is a full-length novel. Um, as MJ says, Gabriel and Julia keep inspiring you, um, which is which is true. Um, right. SR says, it really is a gift for readers in more than way than one, so you may see some familiar faces in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited. Um, yes. At, at Judah said, happy you decided to make it a novel, SR. Are there going to be opportunities for signed copies? That's a great question. Sorry I didn't think of that to ask in advance, SR, yeah. but if you have any insight onto that, that would be great. SR says to Susie, she's working on signed copies with Nina, but nothing is set yet, hopefully in the new year. Oh, my gosh. SR, you're getting me excited. And I already told Nina... If, if she needs a runner to go up to Canada and you can drop the books off at an undisclosed location, I'll be your courier. Leslie and I are on the way. <laughs> we're, 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 we can go see fiddlesticks we'll, we'll over up. there. 
will load up. We will help uh, distribute those books. Oh my gosh. Oh. We're so excited about the book. <laughs> we are. SR, you know, you it's true. I, I'm, I, mean, uh, I, I love the fact that you're bringing these characters back for us. Whenever I reread the books, and I told this to Pam last night when we were preparing, I, and this is just true, I almost forget how good they are until I'm reading them. And then when I'm reading them, I'm like, oh my gosh, these are so beautifully written. And it's so moving. And the emotion and the description and the language is just, it's breath, it is breathtaking. You use that term in the book. Um, but your writing and your, your creativity and your use of the language is breathtaking. And thank you for that. Yes. I mean, it getting a little just, emotional now. Again, but it's it, true. It, it does get you emotional. <laughs> And my, my... MJ says you need a U-Haul, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll rent a U-Haul to bring those books to to the people. Uh, SR says promise really was my gift to readers because they wanted more of Julia and Gabriel and their new family. Yeah. Absolutely, as Betty says, I love the series. Family. I will never get over them forever. A part of my soul. Yes, Dalisma's thanking you as well. We all are. Um, and, Susie and says, we, "Promise Rachel's was everything and more." We're so, so we're excited so, about that. I, I can't wait to be able to actually start talking about this with people. To, you know, and I, and I have to wait till January, so I'm, I'm like holding onto my coffee table at the moment. I know. <laughs> He's SR says, so, "I really hope readers enjoy Promise." Uh, Delisma said, "You truly created my most beloved book characters." Um, I. I I and it was will. a beautiful gift. I, I know you will. Uh, Karen said, it's a beautiful gift, SR, and he's thanking everybody. Um, so any uh, anything else on uh, the, since this is technically the Man in the Black Suit fan podcast, we would be remiss <laughs> without asking about our favorite uh, Nicholas and Acacia. Uh, mm. Any news on that front? Oh, and Kenzie. Hello, sweet Kenzie. Good morning. She, she mentions Gabriel's promise um, was beautiful. Thank, very thankful you wrote the book. Um, it wrote a continuation. was very emotional. Um, can we? Oh, um, Redemption was released in December 2013, so I thought it was time to revisit the characters in Promise. We're so happy you did. I can't believe it was released in 2013, but as I was reading it, I realized that was the time frame. Six years since redemption is just unbelievably hard to wrap your brain around. And uh, Dee Panati had asked if anyone from Passion uh, from the book's going to be at Passion Con. Uh, Passion Con is the big celebration Passion Flicks is holding in the fall. And SR says, as far as I know, some of the actors from Gabriel's Inferno are being invited to Passion Con. I don't know who will be going. And actually, I looked at that in the yeah. fan um, in the Passion Flicks uh, members, founding members lounge. Um, they have not released who is coming yet because they're still um, trying to confirm schedules. And they also, yeah. with actors, you never know when they're going to, they don't want to commit to somebody being there and then have them swept away. But I know that they want the Gabriel's Inferno's people there. And let me tell you, um, we, yeah, Annette, holy smokes, I know who I want to go. You know if Julio is there. I cannot even I cannot even tell you how physically beautiful that man is. 
He he really is stunning. And, and tall. He is the most beautiful man on the planet. Tosca was right, and I, yep, when she, she said, was. I was like, oh, that's a little hyperbolic. No, Mm-mm. true, all true. And, the, I, um, and Nina is going to Passion Con. And, he, and oh uh, yes, I saw that. I'm excited. And, and uh, SR says for him, writing promise was a great. Oh, I just lost you there. Yeah, For him, writing Promise was a great experience because he could revisit the characters, but um, he also thinks they'll be showing clips from Gabriel's Inferno. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they I'm will. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And it, it would just, the, the, the whole concept, I mean, Julio actually told us, or we, little birdie overheard, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, that he is moving to Los Angeles, so it it may he may yeah. <laughs> so 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 if you're ever in LA, start um, looking around. Oh, KK, go make those pierogies. I'm jealous. I can't have any. Enjoy. Yeah, have too. a wonderful <laughs> time today. Annette, I'm laughing because I felt the same way. She said, "I don't think I'd be able to talk to him if I met him." You can. You will get over you it. Can. Trust me. Because I said that to the ladies before. And trust me, I've met a lot of high-powered, high-profile people in my day. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to talk to this man. No, you can. And you know why? Because he's a gracious, caring soul. And you know what? He's a person. Treat him as a person. Actors are not as unapproachable as you think. I, Mm -hmm. I spent three years as a volunteer for a performing arts center in Nyack, New York. And it was... We would do a quarterly fundraiser, and in that fundraiser, we would bring in um, big names: Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, uh, Mike, who was married to Diane Sawyer, who Mike Nichols. Mm-hmm. He did the Graduate and all that kind of stuff. Edward oh yeah, Bobby, he's he's a big. Sr. has <laughs> been to Nyack, New York. <laughs> it's a great place, isn't it? Sr. I love Just it. think, you two could have been—you could have been talking to SR Pam, and you would never have known. Well, it. <laughs> if you know the Edward Hopper house, Edward Hopper was an artist who was born in in Nyack. I lived in a house right next door to that. <laughs> and Kenzie said to Annette, were... "Trust me, if I talk to Julia, then you can." He is a flirt, Betty said, so he makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they—that is really... funny. You know, so you get to meet these people and, and you can get to talk to them. And I'll be very honest with you. There was one actor that I just will not look at the same ever again. Mm-hmm. Because of what they were like. And that's Green disappointing room. when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Meryl Streep is the nicest person in the world. And what was really great was that when my son was in elementary school, his, her brother taught him. And I think in fourth grade. So it was nice. So I had a little bit of a connection there to talk to her about that. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. I so love. Yeah I, I, yeah. I mean, they're just people and they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Um, they're wonderful actors and so talented. Susie, mm-hmm. I want you to meet and hug Julia and Melanie. I said to them, I cannot wait till Susie Steinley sees. I want to be in the room when she sees Julia for the first time because I cannot <laughs> wait to see your reaction. I just cannot wait. That would be epic. Um, Annette also, said she's met quite a few so famous welcoming. people living here in Hollywood South. 
but that man makes mm -hmm. takes my breath away. And seriously, mm -hmm. um, he is more beautiful in person than, than he is on film. And I know you can't believe it because he is stunningly beautiful. Um, yeah, just classic, you know, just just and just well, well done. I mean, really uh, well done in the casting. He really he really becomes the professor. Samia, you are cracking me up. And also when he hugs you. Susie says you, she won't let him go. And, and you'll love it. Yes, Judith. Ju Susie breathes, Julio. <laughs> she will. So, uh, sorry, you She'll... have a file about the man in the black suit. Is there anything else that you can talk about that you might be working on? <laughs> Poor Susie has heart failure. <laughs> oh, okay. SR says yes. Yes. I love it. As Samia says, Got you are it. a tease, SR. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're waiting on bated breath. I'm writing something new at the moment, but it's early yet, so I can't announce it. I'm so excited well, about that. Fun. I love that'll the creations fun. that come from your your beautiful mind. That's great. <laughs> um, Franca, I'm so sorry that you missed some of this, but you know you can re-listen to it. She's loving all the behind-the-scenes pics from the sets. She feels so included on the whole journey of getting Gabriel's Inferno to film. And I think that's phenomenal, um, Franca, you know, that we all have this journey together and we can all commune around it together. Mm -hmm. um, and very exciting that SR has been writing and doing research. We know how you like to do your research, SR. That's very, very yes. well done. Research had a new, it was a new <laughs> euphemism in the Florentine podcast. Yes, it was. <laughs> M MJ says, I was hoping for something new. I love to hear new stories from you. We can, we do too. And Dee Panati says, you have a beautiful mind. We'll receive anything you write. And Betty agrees, whatever you write, we will love it, boss. Mm -hmm. That is the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, and and as, as Kenzie points out, it's great. SR always teaches us new things. And Dalisma asked, hmm, SR, are you researching a new genre, perhaps? That would be interesting. <laughs> that would be. And Susie's yeah. looking at research and hankies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Franca says, you mentioned your new book includes food, SR. As an Italian, that makes me very happy. I love it. Thank you, Franca, he says. Um, yes, so he is a sweetheart. Next question yes, next question is about the holiday coming up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and everybody's guessing the genre. Detective, Judith says. Paranormal, Samia uh, says. He might not reveal that yet, ladies. We'll have to see. Um, might be a little too soon. Might be too soon. Oh, Delisma was thinking the same thing. Uh, we were just going to check with SR on his favorite Christmas tradition. Um, as you know. it, Pam's particularly was mentioning that you liked Midnight Mass and Christmas carols, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And SR says, I've been so busy with the film, writing has taken a back seat, but I'm still writing. I think that would be very difficult to write different things at different times. Although I've done that, so I kind of get it. But I think mm -hmm. um, I think 
you know, you, you kind of get in one mind and you have your one char- set of characters and then you have to switch. I think that would be very challenging. It would be. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure the filming has been uh, really consuming. Uh, you know, I would believe it would, but trying to get everything together for everybody to get them all on the same page. Mm-hmm. SR has been working on some aspect of the film every day since whenever. He can't remember when it started. I'm sure you are, because I know that Nina has posted, uh, sent us messages mm-hmm. saying that, you know, how how busy you are with certain things. Yes. And uh, uh, so, yeah. We try to, to yes. hold our enthusiasm at bay mm-hmm. while you're doing that. And and Louisa had asked if there's any plan for SR to go on an international tour. And Louisa said he he responded that he doesn't know. Um, SR also said he's been working on the film almost from the moment we signed the contract. And I'm sure it's been all consuming. Um, as Samia said, we love your commitment. Absolutely. That gets a heart for me. Um, because we appreciate how much work and effort you put into this for us. JC's just joined. Happy to have you, JC. Um, and SR said he wanted to mention not only did um, Saida acquire Portuguese rights to Gabriel's Promise, but so did Albatross Media and the Czech Republic. So a Czech translation of Promise is coming. Uh, other publishers in Europe have been looking um, at Promise, too. That is so exciting. We want your book in as many languages as possible. Really? Now, I have a question for you on this. Um, with con- Connected with the film for Gabriel's Inferno, will your publisher be putting out a movie version with uh, the cover with Melanie and uh, Julio? I'm just curious. Mm, that's, a good, that's a good one. Um, SR has also said uh, the Italian translation of The Ravens being released by Del Rey Edizione in January, and then they will publish the rest of the Florentine series in Italian. How convenient, just in time for uh, Giulio to be able to read it in Italian. Um, before Tosca writes, this is my this is my dream that Tosca is going to do the Florentine series. Um, SR also says, we have asked Penguin to do movie tie-in covers, but haven't gotten a firm answer yet. She will He will follow up with them. That would be cool. phenomenal and would be a great boost to passion flicks if they could do that. I'm curious how that contracting works, but that's a little behind the scenes. I'll ask yeah. you about that later, SR. Um, he said, basically, Penguin wants to see readers' interest in the movie tie-in, in the movie tie-in cover. Hmm. That sounds like mm-hmm. a, a, a campaign in the making a for us, us fans. Be started, yes. <laughs> we want, hmm. We Let's think about that. that. Okay, we'll think about we'll, that offline and we, we'll start. Yeah. Okay, SR. Everybody, that. all the fans, MJ, you've all heard this. Penguin wants to see readers' interest in a movie tie-in cover. Who wouldn't want to see Julio and Melanie's face plastered on that book? Let's have a show of hands, shall we? Who all wants to see that? My hands raised. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's raised, too. Um... Oh, Betty says, can you imagine Julio recording the audiobook in Italian? Oh, my gosh. I told Julio he could do the whole entire film in Italian, and I would love it. I would I would love every single moment of it. I don't care. English, That's Italian. True. That's true. It could be whatever language. So. 
there's something uh, about the foreign language in and that comes into the ear mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is very uh, yes sensual. I'll put it that way. Uh, definitely. And SR, SR, thank you for the clarification. If readers are interested, they can speak to Berkeley, which is the division of Penguin Random House that publishes me. So Berkeley will be hearing from the fans. I'm sure they will. And and I guess we'll be blowing up that cover. (laughs) (laughs) Um, SR is also noting that we're trying to get Spanish and Brazilian translation of his books as well. Readers have the power. We well, are Franca, excited thank to you hear so that. Much for joining us. Yes, have yes. A, have Listen a to the podcast. Holiday, Merry Christmas. Yes, enjoy, enjoy all the blessings to you in South Africa, my friend. Mm-hmm. And um, again, so again, back to the question of what is your favorite Christmas tradition? Um, yeah, I know in in your response to us, you had mentioned midnight mass. And yes, tell us tell us a little bit about what you do during the holiday. I mean, everyone celebrates all, all different types of traditions. I know you celebrate Christmas. Um, and, you know, I mean, some households have the seven fishes on Christmas Eve. Uh, I know that uh, my family, because once we got married and ran out of the house, we celebrated Christmas Eve with my mother's family and Christmas Day with my father since my parents were separated uh, mm-hmm. and my husband's parents had passed away long before I met my husband so they were you know so that was always different uh, oh and and SR saying fishes. for Christmas midnight mass and he said it's funny you mentioned the seven fishes because that's the tradition in my extended family. And SR, I have, to t- I have to say, I have a friend who's Venetian, and she literally she lives in Pittsburgh now, and she posted the other day, I never knew this. The, the tradition of the seven fishes is really an Italian-American tradition because she never heard of the seven fishes. They always served a fish course, but it never was seven fishes until she moved to the States. So I didn't know if you guys have heard about that because I was fascinated by Martina's explanation. Um, I'm going to see if I can pull it up because it was fascinating to me. There was a story about it in Pittsburgh News. Did you ever hear that, Pam or SR? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, and- I, I, when I lived in New York, I had a lot of uh, friends that were of Italian descent. Mm-hmm. And they always talked about their Christmas Eve and they would have... Um, all the different, they'd have cod, they'd have lobster, they'd have um, uh, squid, clams, some would have oysters. Uh, they, it would, and it all depended upon the family and what they ap- actually liked. Right. Uh, and of course, there's always a lot of pasta. Um, uh, yes. Santa would always come to their house that night, one of, one of the... Mm-hmm. You know, before he did his deliveries yeah. elsewhere, mm-hmm. especially with the little kids, he would come in and, and give them a, one present. Yes. And, yes. Uh, SR, you're right. It has a lot of roots in the coastal communities. And the, yes. the people that I was very close to 
were either from the Amalfi Coast, their families, or mm-hmm. from um, Sicily. I wonder so if it's you know, a regional was... thing, because my friend who's from Venice had never heard of the Feast of the Seven Fishes. She said they always had fish on Christmas Eve, but it never had to be seven. And since she moved to this part of the U.S., um, she always was asked if they're having the Feast of the Seven Fishes, and she had never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now she's making sure she has seven different types of fish on Christmas Eve. And thankfully, she can get decent seafood near her in the strip district of uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's great. So that must, be, I wonder, it might be just a different regional thing. Uh, SR says, yes, Amalfi Coast, Sicily, Calabria, and Campania. Or Campania. Sorry, I think I butchered that. Um, SR says we celebrate St. Nicholas's Day as well. Yes, which and I think was the sixth of December. Us? So oh yes, thanks for joining a great us. Holiday. Mm-hmm. And, Kenzie had never uh, heard about the seven enjoy. fishes, so she's likes learning these new things. You know, and I, I think it's it's mostly a um, with the Amer- the Americans. I can't speak for the Canadian Italians. I can only speak about American Italians. That, that was something that that brought a little bit of the home back to them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you know, I know some people, you know, they do a big Christmas Eve celebration, whether it be the Seven Fishes or other. Um, mm-hmm. And some, like my family, uh, growing up, I, I was telling Mango this the other last night. I said, we there was a, a progressive cocktail party. In the house, it started in the house I grew up in, and I we lived in we called it the circle, but it was two circles actually. And we would go. My parents would go to everybody's house in the circle, and it would start like I said, start at our house, and it would work its all the way around and end up at across the street from that our house because we were both corner houses. And they would, my parents would walk in the house, probably very inebriated, <clears throat> um, <laughs> and it, because it was, it wasn't just Christmas; it was also uh, Hanukkah, because we had a, uh, a lot of uh, Hanukkah uh, Jewish people in the neighborhood as well. And they, uh, the one thing that I can remember, and this was like the last Christmas that I believed in the man in the red suit was I heard the sleigh on the roof above my bedroom and woke my sister up and it was like 4 35 o'clock in the morning and we ran downstairs and my mother's brother was there and he was chasing us back upstairs because my parents were still wrapping gifts and my dad was in the living room uh, putting a Barbie dollhouse together that my sister got for Christmas that year and I saw a peek of that and we were chased upstairs. So <laughs> needless to say, we I... did wake we did come down at seven thirty in the morning mm-hmm. and my parents were still awake <laughs> and um we proceeded to do that. God then got ready to go to church because as young kids we always went to Christmas mass during the in the morning and then we'd come back and have a big breakfast. And my mother would start with the Christmas dinner because my her sister and my cousins would all come over for for dinner that night. Oh, yeah. So then, mm. and if we were lucky enough to have snow, 
the sleds would come out because we had the best sledding hill. And uh, we, as kids, we used to throw snowballs at the guys who used to put the sand and the cinder down, trying to get rid of the snow in those days. Of course, nobody in the neighborhood could get up the hill. But that was neither here nor there. <laughs> so, but yes, everybody's yeah. traditions are different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the midnight mass we were allowed to start when we were teenagers. So. Well, and, and SR was saying in terms of traditions um, with the seven fishes with his extended family, uh, it was a sauce for pasta with seven fishes in it. Um, this was an older mm-hmm. tradition in his extended family. I've also known people who will do seven courses of fish. Um, it varies. And SR posted a wonderful link to the recipe. Um, JC was able to catch up on our reading and she had a question about what, uh, what scene was auditioned since she wasn't on when we were going through the, um, filming, uh, questions. Um, she asked SR about what scenes were used for the audition and, um, JC SR says there were multiple scenes for multiple characters, but we also looked at footage from the actors and actresses previous works. And you can see a lot of their previous works out online. Um, mm-hmm. they really, really have some good reels, as they say in the biz. And I, I um, actually saw uh, Walking on Sunshine <clears throat> yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it would be good. Oh, and you know what? It's funny, Judith, you just posted the link that I, I Googled and I saw that. I was going to post it. You beat me to it. Um, another Seven Fishes link. So Annette says, I mash both Louisiana traditions and British traditions to her festivities, minus the gumbo, LOL. Mm-hmm. Um... Kenzie, we didn't do the gift books yet. You're, you're ahead of us. We are about mm-hmm. to that point, though. Um, mm-hmm. We had a couple questions. I know we're past the, the hour mark. Um, so we wanted to ask, uh, before we get into the books, if you had any specific Christmas carols that were your favorite, SR, as we're talking the holidays. Now you guys have and, me hungry for seafood at uh-huh. 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> seafood and coffee. Yes. Oysters. Although, Oysters and champagne. Yeah. Mm. Although up in Judith's neck of the woods, I believe they have uh, they have a lot of fish during the morning time, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. JC says walking on sunshine was good fun. I would like to. It was. It was. I, w- lot, I will be watching that. A lot of mm-hmm. 80s music, so you'll like it. Yeah. So the uh, couple of the carol, the two carols that you mentioned, SR, I've actually played this morning. Yes, and and SR said he's recommended two French Christmas carols, Petit mm-hmm. Papa Noel and Il est né le divin enfant. I'm not a French speaker, so my apologies um, to my Canadian friend who I'm sure speaks beautiful French. Um, they are traditional, SR says. <laughs> and they are beautiful. And the link that you sent me was at uh, Notre Dame. Were you? Did you go to Christmas Mass at Notre Dame at all? Or uh, I, I'm sure, having been there, you probably have gone there for Mass at some point. And uh, you know, we it. It's such a beautiful, it was such a beautiful place. I did get there for Mass when I was in Paris. And 
and it was in the middle of the day and I had a lot of tourists around and there was a woman running around for anybody who was sitting in the area where the mass was taking place uh, telling people to put their cameras down. <laughs> so. I love it. And I'm, I'm putting the links on in the chat right now for okay. these uh, carols that SR uh, suggests. I can't wait to listen to them. I haven't listened to them yet. Um, and SR just said Notre Dame is incredible and highly recommended. I've also gone to Mass at the Duomo in Florence, and that was a great experience. Yeah, I, I was in the Duomo, but unfortunately I got there too late for Mass. So I, I really, I really, really want to go. And I have to say, I really, after, since I just reread this recently, um, going to Assisi is high on my list. I really want to get mm -hmm. there. Um, it's remarkable that um, the spirituality uh, really transcends. I, I know people who are not believers at all who found incredible grace and and were completely moved by being in the Basilica in Assisi. So I, that's high on my list. Um, MJ just said, SR, a simple gift to you. This is Puerto Rico. It's a beautiful Christmas carol. And the reason why she named her first son Jesus. So that will be wonderful to view. Thanks for sharing that, MJ. Betty has an eclectic Christmas playlist, which I'm sure you do, Betty. I love that. Um, SR said he's also been to Mass at the Basilica in Assisi. Um, which would be wonderful. So we are in the season of giving. And MJ just gave the gift of the video to her. Um, and she will be listening to it. I have a feeling I've probably, I probably know that Carol, since my husband is Puerto Rican. Um, and I can't wait to listen to the link. But we have the gifts. And actually the first gift that we're gifting you as you know sr we asked uh, we asked the fans what gift uh, what book they would gift you and why and uh, mj was the first one on our list um she'd give him something that she wrote so he can see how he has influenced her in his and her writing, in her writing. mj says it would be a tribute um and she knows i've read some of her work SR says, this is very kind, thank you. Um, I've read um, some of her story from the other side, and she'll be continuing Maria Fernanda's story next year. She thinks she'd choose that one for the depth of the story. Um, yes, yes, and yes, SR. I don't know if you've had a chance to read some of MJ's work yet. It is a beautiful story. I'm excited for you to continue on with it, MJ. Um, so her gift from the other side goes to you. Um, and it's great that MJ it's says it's ranking. Yes. That's, that's, that's great. fantastic. I love it. Next book, Pam? Is from Annette and folks. Uh, she's thought about this and uh, would love to send you Gumbo Tales. Finding my place at the New Orleans table. Uh, since you love food so much and drink, and the book would allow you to be in NOLA without being there. Uh, and re it gets gets you ready for some of the uh, if if you care to sneak down during uh, Mardi Gras. That's right. 
And SR says, that sounds great, Annette, and delicious. And I, I had responded to Annette that I might be looking into that book myself. Um, because yep. let me tell you, I've been to New Orleans once, and once is not enough. That is a fun town. And I loved, absolutely, It's if you love food, that is really a great culinary city. Um, so I think that's a very thoughtful gift. Oh, Pam. I think, I think we might have to find a way. I think we might have to find a way to get to New Orleans. Um, Kenzie said she's been there. My, my, uh, friend of my mother's daughter was, um, murdered in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Oh no. Yeah. And the second time we were supposed to go was Hurricane Katrina hit. Oh gosh. Well, then maybe we shouldn't get, maybe we shouldn't schedule a trip. (laughs) And, and Judith has just shared with us as we're sharing traditions and music. Um, she also sent a link, um, to a carol, um, from Sweden. So we'll have to listen to that. And SR says he's really sorry about that pan. Um, Annette's welcoming you down though. Come on down. She'd love to host us both. I'll, I'll make sure I sage myself. Go get blessed by the priest. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I actually, yeah, yeah. I I actually went to mass at the big cathedral down there on the square, um, and it was beautiful. Um, I may have had a cocktail or two before I went in. um, And and truth be told, there there had been cocktails involved, but I was I was well behaved, and it was a stunningly beautiful mass. I don't want to talk about midnight mass and cocktails. <laughs> um, the next, years. the next gift, in addition to SR, in addition to Judith uh, sharing the the carol with SR, Judith is sending her book to SR, um, the books of Jacob, by the Polish Nobel laureate Olga. Um, so that books of Jacob, and I know I think you've seen that out on uh, Twitter, SR. All of the all of the books have been um, under. SR gift 19. So if you want to look to see the hashtag, um, that is, that is it. And SR says, that sounds fascinating. Thank you so much, Judith. Um, and MJ, I love your idea of doing an SR family Spotify Christmas songs with all of these links. We'll work on that. We We will work on that. I have out there. It's an open Christmas list. It's under yep. Pam's Christmas, for lack of a better name. Um, the next yes. gift of books is from Kenzie. Uh, she wants to send you Illuminations. It's an Italian Baroque masterworks by in Canadian collections. It explores uh, religion, mythology, and how 17th century audiences were confronted with pictures that frequently broke conventions by manipulating the sources and meanings of light. And the second book is The Secret History by Donna Tartt. It's a unique and dark book filled with beautiful prose and rich harmony. And this is uh, a story set in the world of academia featuring Greek myths, elitism, mystery, and murder. And you'll be struck stuck in limbo after finishing the book. <laughs> Great reading list. And SR said that he has wanted to read it and he thanks Kenzie for that. 
Um, and a shout out to Dana. Hello, Dana. It's lovely to see you. Um, Dana and Susie said they missed they missed the whole book thing. Um, they had too much Prosecco um, or an eggnog. But don't worry. Um, we're going to keep the hashtag going till the end of the month. So we'll compile the list and send that off to SR. Um, so if people have missed it, if they have more books they want to send, just put that hashtag out there and we'll do it. Louisa asked the question about uh, international giveaways. And uh, SR says, so far my publisher is the only one who has been running giveaways and they're based in the U.S. So have made them only U.S. giveaways to date. Um, he's hoping maybe some of the international publishers will run a giveaway. And when I get my author's copies, I'll try to do one too. But I don't have any ARCs or author's copies yet that he can hand out. So that's wonderful news. SR, I love the fact that you pay attention and you um, care about the readers all over the globe and that you do your international giveaways when you can because we all appreciate it. Um, we are a worldwide family and we love your work and we want everyone to have a chance to, to win books. Um, MJ sending Coquito to, MJ, to uh, Dana in the Great White North. Um, yeah, and I also find it ironic that you're a Canadian and people in Canada can't even apply, you know, can't even uh, go for your uh, giveaways um, by your American publisher. I just think that's, that's yeah, irony is not the right word. I just think that's there's a disconnect there. Um, yes, SR says being Canadian, I'm used to being excluded from giveaways, so I try to make mine international. Yes, you you understand. It's very sweet of USR, um, Dalisma, Samia, Susie. I think everybody appreciates it. I appreciate it. I live in Pennsylvania, but I appreciate it. I, I think it's horrible that if you're overseas, you can't have a chance. It, it, it's frustrating. And we're in a global economy. I'm sure it's not that they, you know, they won't, they'll accept money from people from buying their books. But um, hopefully they'll be able to consider. Yeah, I know there's a lot of logistics involved logistics and liability and all of that kind of stuff. We appreciate it. So the next set of books um, is from uh, Bluebird. Uh, and Bluebird says she will offer him The Alchemist by Paolo Kello because it's a magnificent philosophical, philosophical tale which revolutionizes the way of seeing things and which allows us to see life from a different angle. I think he would appreciate it, which sounds great. Yeah, it's a good book, too. I've, I've read it. Mm -hmm. um, JC would, will gift you Le Petit Prince because it's such an mm -hmm. adorable story about the open-mindedness of children. And I believe JC mm -hmm. read it in French and English. And uh, it's a book that I, is on my shelf that I've shared with my uh, granddaughter quite a few times. And uh, I, I even have mm -hmm. an uh, uh, audio copy of it so we can listen to it in the car rather than the Talking Kitty YouTubes. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you know what kids are like. <laughs> <laughs> and SR had said, poor bluebird, merci, Bert. Merci beaucoup. Um, and he said to JC, thank you so much. That's a great one. 
MJ said, I used to read it to my daughter while she was pregnant. And uh, Dalisma, we did not realize you were coming to us from Egypt. I have actually traveled to your beautiful country. I love, love, love Egypt. I I will save my waxing poetic about it. Um, but just know um, greetings and um, shokran for joining us today. I just said thank you for joining us today in a very terrible a- Arabic, but shokran. <laughs> um, it's on my bucket list too. Uh, 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 it's a beautiful country, wonderful people, wonderful food. Um, she said, yeah, you're having coffee now. And I'm about to have lunch. Um <laughs> She said, "Yes, please. I'll be hosting all of you. Don't tempt me, because I'm. I will come Don't back. I really want. Right. I really loved it there. See, I'm. I am waxing poetic instead of reading the next book, which I'm sorry, um, she missed us hearing it. This is from Karen, Karen Kamarinsky, um, and Karen says, "I would give SR the Immigrant Cookbook, Recipes That Make America Great, edited by Leila Mushabek." It's filled with wonderful stories and traditions. This was a part of the exhibition at her local art museum called Emigration, Immigration, Migration, Um, which, first of all, I would love that cookbook. And secondly, um, KK has a second book for you, SR. It's called The Dressmaker's Gift by Fiona Valpi. It is set during the occupation of Paris in present time. It represents redemption, sacrifice, love, kindness, Hope and family. Hmm. Any of these themes resonate with you, SR? Uh, <laughs> and SR says, thanks to KK. That sounds great. She, he would really like to read that. Um, and both of those books. I know. There, we have such a great reading list here going. This is why we will, we do. Um, we do. We will collect them at the end of December. And um, we'll post them on the den and also um, send, make sure we send them to SR so he sees them as well. Um, Kenzie writes, um, MJ, oh, she, I, I was saying this to Pam earlier. She watched The Witcher last night and it is excellent, although there's some very violent scenes. She has to close her eyes. Um, yes, if you notice, The Witcher, I think, is on Netflix. And um, the beloved Henry Cavill is... Uh, starring in that series so it's supposed to be really really good um and if you were it's a fantastic production and sr hasn't seen it yet <laughs> yeah uh susie's going to say good night it's 2 a.m here and she needs to get some sleep susie thank you for joining us thank sweet you, dreams Susie, of julio so and merry christmas <laughs> sweet dreams of our professor Yes. Uh, so Samia is has gifted this book to USR. It's The Prophet by Cahill, uh, Cahill Gibran. And I know that for me, that was a book that was like my Bible from my late teens and early 20s. And I still go back to sometimes for wisdom. And I know Samia. Yeah, I remember that. we had the discussion about, about that. that. And, and also, Lori. Um, yes. She is, uh, it, she says it's intimidating to give a book to someone so well read. But she did want to send you Love Does by Bob Goff. 
and this is a book by a man whose office is at Tom Sawyer Island in Disneyland. And he puts hands and feet on love. And a reviewer, Donald Miller, describes it best. Where you and I may want love and feel love and say love, Bob reminds us that love does things. Which is great. Yes. And yes. And... You want to do Cran? I, I also, well, I wanted to say, I think there was a third book that Kenzie was gifting um, SR, and I'm actually looking for it, Kenzie. I thought I saw it, but if you want to post it, that would be lovely yeah. too. He will, he will get all books. the books and all the listings. Yes. Um, so did you mention the one that Cran... Uh, no, was gifting ahead. him already, Pam? Okay, no, Cran. Bye, Dana. Okay, Bye, Bella Dana. Voce. Merry Christmas. Um, uh, and so, uh, yes, Cran sending him Bella Voce. And mm -hmm. it's lovely that you could join and us. And then the uh, Gabriel Series podcast, Betty and Perling. Um, I said that after de debating with myself for hours, which books to give our dear boss for Christmas, I've decided to give him 11 Minutes by Paolo Co Coelho. And it's a novel that explores sexuality, mm -hmm. love, and what makes it so sacred. I have to say, when I saw that post, that, that really sounds like a great book, Betty and Perling love mm -hmm. betty betty said that was from her um sr as you can see says betty and perling 11 minutes thank you so very much grateful to you both um i think that's just wonderful we have had many wonderful gifts for sr um paolo kello is a great author mj says um sammy hasn't read it yet but um Definitely. Yes. And lastly, something fun since SR is a foodie. Kenzie said she'd gift him the Jewish cookbook by Leah Koenig. That's right. I remember seeing your post. It's an excellent book filled oh, with delicious kosher foods like challa, potato kugel, schnecken, and I never can say this. Sevganiot. I'm not good with I'm not good with the Hebrew or the Yiddish. Um, so. Yes, although I love eating all of it, um, especially I the I love Kugel. Oh my gosh! Um, Hala makes the best French so many toast. good books. <sighs> yes, it does. And SR says the cookbook sounds SR. great, Kenzie. Thank you so much. What book would I like to gift SR? Um, I don't know if you guys remember. I mentioned this book before, but I don't think it was on this podcast. I think this was a long time ago. Um, there is a book called The Dante Club, which is a novel by Matthew Pearl. And SR, I'm actually curious if you ever read it. If you know of Matthew Pearl, he's also a Dante aficionado. Um, and I think he actually has a new book called The Dante Chamber as well. But The Dante Club is a book that, um, talks about, um, 
it's set in 1865 Boston at Harvard. Um, the Dante Club is known as the professors Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, Oliver Wendell Holmes, J James Russell Lowell. You know, you've heard of these people, right? Um, and also the publisher J.T. Fields. They were fin This is when they're finishing America's first translation of Dante's Divine Comedy. And it's cool because it's a suspenseful mystery because there is a murderer a who tags the murders to Dante's circles of hell and to, to Dante's um, uh, sins, so to speak, that he describes. So the scholars realize these killings are modeled on uh, these descriptions from Dante's Inferno. And the members of the club have to figure out the secret. So it's a really, really and great book. Um, and that's what I would give to you. Um, a signed copy of that ah, book. Very nice. I th I'm glad to hear that. It's a really good book. I recommend it to everybody. Um, if you like m mystery, murder, suspense. Plus, it's exciting because, you know, these are historical figures. I just love that kind of stuff. So that's my book. What about you, Pam? Well, there was a couple. What would you I, gift? I, I thought of dear SR. Uh, one was actually um, reading C.S. Lewis. It's on my bookshelf. So let me grab it a minute. Here, um, it was written by. Oh, as I dropped pictures. That's good. Wesley A. Court. <laughs> And it, it's a fascinating um, way of, of looking at how he wrote, uh, whether it be The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, or any of his other books, and uh, how he turned to religion and Christianity. It, it's a fascinating read. And I, as I said, sorry, actually, I do have a copy for you, so I will send that up to you. But I also... yes. yes. Um, have read uh, Sarah's Key by Tatiana de Rossine. Uh She's written both. She's from Paris, and she's she wrote the books originally in in French. And I have the obviously the English translations. Um, uh, it really the the Sarah's Key was a great story about a young girl who was grew up growing up in Paris during the Holocaust, and how what she and lived with um, at the time and having to losing things losing her parents and, and at the Vendome and when they gathered all onto the uh, Parisian Jews into the into the Vendome but it, it goes upon her sur her survival and as she gets older and what happens with her fascinating story it's it was made into a movie with the beautiful Aiden Quinn but other than that the book itself is good and I also have The House I Loved which I'm in the process of reading as well so but yeah they're great Ooh, they sound good and SR thanks so. uh, for these thanks you for the recommendations Pam um, MJ's asking where the donuts SR we need a lot I'm starving and Samuel wants to eat some donuts are meant to be eaten in pairs wouldn't you agree <laughs> Which um, I, I love. Any, I think yeah, that's I fun. Sharing is caring. After donuts. all, Delisma says. <laughs> 
And right. SR says donuts Again, for everyone. Help yourself to the firehouse donuts that I have uh, that were supplied. <laughs> by, uh, Cynthia wants Boston cream. Cynthia is asking for the Boston cream donuts. Cynthia, those are my mother's favorites. So I, I usually have those around in the house. Um, JC says, my faith in the English language has been restored. You say donuts and not donuts. The, the D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T-S. That's how they spell it in Canada, SR says. Um, What's the correct <laughs> Kenzie had a Boston cream in Toronto. It's so good. I know. Oh, my gosh. I'm loving it. So, so many good things. So this has been <laughs> a delicious. Now you're you're making me very hungry. I wanted fish, and now all I want is is donuts. And donuts. Yes. Yes. Donuts unite us. Donuts be good. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Good. Um, I did and see then, one uh, other I question. I think Delisma. Uh, asked about what authors inspire you. Am I right on that? Was that? Del yes, Delisma. I'm curious, SR, which authors inspire you? Frosted, oh, Betty's saying chocolate frosted donuts with sprinkles are my weakness. Yes. They are, um, I love them all. And I'm in a yeah, good donut yeah. territory here. Pennsylvania has lots of donuts. Um, Lori says it would be hard Especially to find someone who hates donuts. That. It's a peace offering. Mm -hmm. uh, so Esther, yes. uh, said that he really likes Tolkien. And, uh, mm -hmm. But he hasn't written any fantasy. And he likes Graham Greene and Yet. Lewis. And I, 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 that doesn't Tolkien? surprise me because all were all have been mentioned, all have been mentioned in the series. Well, I have and, not. Uh, I really want to. I did. Um, Sr. Did you see the movie on Tolkien? I know Pam has. Yeah. Also, Sr. Also like Sheldon Van Alken. And Sr. Also says he thought Sheldon Van Alken's book of severe mercy was very inspiring. Sr. If you get a chance to find the movie to rent or DVD. Um, it's it's really a very good story of, of him and growing up and uh, his time during World War One. And, and it was just yeah, it, I, I would like just to see it. He it was very good. It was really good. Yeah. SR says he didn't see it. He didn't see the film, but he saw the trailer. Um, I'm in the same boat. I've seen the trailer. I really wanted to see the film, but I have to do that. Um, I've been too busy uh, tracking around a Gabriel's Inferno filming and gallivanting around passion flick sets and, you know, working and all those other fun things, family obligations. Delisma says a severe mercy is on her uh, wanting to read list. And in terms of the donuts, uh, Timbits were on the menu when JC was in Toronto. Um, yes, Cynthia says SR is our secretary general. <laughs> oh, it looks really good. Um, SR also thought, said he thought Shadowlands with Anthony Hopkins was very well done. 
And learned, Kenzie says, she learned you can't walk on the grass at Oxford through that film. I know, I need to, too. Uh, Judith was asking if you have Lorena McKennett in the background, Pam. Yes, I do. Is that on the list that you're playing? Yeah, that is on the list I'm Well done, Judith. It's a a very... Yes, and in terms... (laughs) Goes everywhere from... That's what I love that. And SR saying... SR saying about recently watching a Christmas story. Oh, I've got my <laughs> leg lamp. Be careful. You'll shoot your eye out. My leg lamp is actually a nightlight. And I have that. <laughs> I'm sure that you have the leg lamp lights. And I saw a picture <laughs> earlier this week at the house that they used to film uh, Christmas uh story has an inflatable leg lamp outside <laughs> uh, yes i saw i saw a story on that too remember. I, I was i was so sad that i missed that when i went to cleveland we're trying to get there i have to go back for that kenzie was curious if he drinks if sr drinks his eggnog out of one of those moose cups from christmas vacation and he aspires to have the moose cups from christmas vacation um, I have a feeling now, SR, you've probably opened the, the gate and you'll probably be receiving lots of moose cups now. Oh, probably. Um, <laughs> he also... <laughs> he also had said that he has leg lamps on a string. <laughs> They're fragile. They're fragile. They're Italian, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. Um, that movie makes... Uh, makes me very happy when I, I know SR mentioned that he that's one of his traditions he loves doing Christmas uh, watching a Christmas story and uh, my best my really my best friend who um, passed about the same time uh, right after I started reading SR uh, that was her favorite Christmas tradition she loved that and I'd never seen the movie before um, and we watched it together so it has a special place in my heart for many reasons uh yeah, uh, someone needs to manufacture those moose cups. Well, I can tell you, SR, they have. I've been to a party where they've had them. So um, they're on the market. Um, <laughs> Lily's inviting you over, SR. <laughs> and Betty says, I know the professor has a weakness for stilettos, but I wonder, would the professor ever buy a leg lamp and put it on display in his house? <laughs> and he said, uh, so says Betty, the professor is categorically opposed to kitsch. Opposed. <laughs> As it becomes it revealed become, it in revealed. Gabriel's promise, I would have guessed a million. I would have bet a million dollars there would be no leg lamps at the uh, Emerson residence. Uh, I love it. Oh, oh my gosh, my, uh, Gabriel and his taste thing. in fine things, as Kenzie says. Yes. So I my things for movies are um, Alistair Sims, A Christmas Carol, 1951. White Christmas, 1954, I believe it was. It's a Wonderful Life was, I know, was in the 40s, just after World War II. I think it was like 46. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. Love Actually. And I oh, am still trying oh, to wrap so my good. head so good. about... Um, that Bruce Willis movie. What, 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 I oh, what it was called. Die Hard. I, I'm still trying to die hard. It's Die I'm Hard. Still trying to wrap my head around that one. Mm. 
so. <laughs> People love it for the uh, I know the action I, and and having the action sequences with Christmas music. JC says, "Growing up, a <laughs> white Christmas was her family go-to movie." <laughs> and and SR has spoken. Die Christmas Hard film. is, in fact, a Christmas film. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to wrap my my head around that one. <laughs> there have been. If you go online, you, there are debates all over the place about Die Hard if it's a Christmas oh, movie or not. Um. Plane, trains, and automobiles, Lily mentioned. That's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. good. Um, MJ's feeding everybody. She's going to send everybody, I think, the lasagna, if, if I saw that correctly. Um, <laughs> yes, I love tra- planes, trains, and automobiles. That's kind of the story of my life right now. Um, that was definitely the story of our trip to Syracuse to see the filming. Um, and, don't forget, and Kenzie uh, says, I like the claymation films. She used to watch them before her Christmas recitals. Christmas with the Cranks and SR's uh, having to go. We were just uh, actually, Pam and I were just yeah, we texting were just about uh, it is time. We're up. winding our time down. SR says, thank you for your support and especially your support of the Gabriel's Inferno film and Gabriel's Promise. He wanted to wish everyone Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. Christmas and blessings to USR and happy SR. 2020. And all good things Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time and we will talk again soon. <laughs> yes, as SR something? said, if he could ask one thing, it would be to be kind to yourself and others this season. And thanks again to Leslie and Pam for all your hard work on the podcast. Thank you, SR. It's a it's a labor of love, as as we've told you before. Um, everybody's wishing you a wonderful holiday season. Uh, thanks to everyone who visited the set and spread the news about the film. SR asked, um, "We will be doing that." And please, uh, we'll we've reminded you before, but the Passion Flicks. Um, in fact, I'm going to put the Passion Flicks link. Um, up as well uh, for the gift uh, the gift cards you can get the gift cards um, gift subscriptions to passion flicks right now um, wonderful opportunity for gift giving uh, at gifts.passionflicks.com and SR says remember to take things one day at a time especially those who are missing loved ones this season. It's okay to be sad. Agreed. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Yes. Feliz Navidad. Navidad, Feliz Año Nuevo. Buen Natale. Buen Natale. Have a very Merry Christmas. A very happy Hanukkah. And may 2020 bring you health, happiness, and prosperity. And to wrap up, today we are listening to diana washington mad about the boy i don't know how got that on the list but i think i may have gone over but that's okay (laughs) that's okay we're mad about sr so and he has said new more news more good news is coming so listen up for 2020 more good news we cannot wait wait. (laughs) enjoy happy christmas everyone and enjoy Diana Washington. In the fury.
diversity of misery and joy I'm feeling quite insane and young again and all because I'm mad about the boy That would finally destroy This dream that pains me And enchains me But I can't 